what's up? Hey, how's it going? Good, you? Doing, I'm doing okay, I'd say. Guys, this is season two of the Tanner and Mike podcast. Yeah, it's exciting. It is. Michael, uh, what's new? It's been a while. What's new? Uh, a lot of things. Um, and we'll get, we can get into that as things progress. Currently, I'm a little under the weather, I would say. I don't know if it's, you know, what I, the big topic of or what's on the forefront of everyone's minds right now, but could be, I don't know. The blank virus. Conan? Yeah, we'll say that. Cooties? No, I'm kidding. I think it is cooties. <laughs> the thing is, like, I don't even, like, I don't have a fever or anything. And it's, like, yesterday it felt like it was in my throat a lot. But then I don't, like, have to cough, really. But it's just weird. It's uh, it's unfortunate. The days to uh, to where you feel like that, it's like I don't really want to do this. And if I could uh, just be honest with you guys and the listeners out there, too, regarding... You know, us recording today, I kind of had one of those moments today where I'm like, I don't really want to do this podcast today. I'm not feeling, you know, the greatest either of my voice. Yeah, you're not feeling talkative today? Yeah. Well, that's a, this is an encouraging way to start the second season. <laughs> I'm oh, just well. being honest with people. No, like, I know, I know. Yeah, one of us is sick and one of us doesn't want to do it, but that's funny. <laughs> no. We need to do it. We we agreed that we're starting up again, season two. We took a summer break, if you haven't realized. Um, and I would say, look, be on the lookout for what we're about to do. This is going to be a really awesome thing. We're going to have a lot of good conversation, a lot of things. We'll talk about, you know, anything under the sun, really, but more or less faith, fitness, and fun. That's kind of what we try to do here. Yeah, yeah. Um, today specifically, you know, so every, well, actually, it's kind of just something I started ever since I've met Tanner, really, but, and the reason I say that is because we did this at a Bible study, kind of, but reading through the Bible from front to back is a good habit to have, right? Obviously. Yes. And so when I met Tanner, we, as a Bible study, I met him at a Bible study. The group um, was like, let's read through the New Testament. And so that was like, wow, COVID-19 was fresh. The fr- Like the pandemic was fresh in our minds, the first go around. And we read through it. I learned a lot. It's the first time I read front to back of the New Testament. And so... Fast forward over the break, or fast forward over the, like, last um, spring, like, whenever we were doing this podcast, we, I learned a lot, we, we read through it, I finished, so this year, I was like, okay, I'm gonna read from the very front of the Bible to the back of the Bible, so from Old Testament to New Testament, I started at the beginning of this year, and I got to like Psalms or something. 
like in the middle of Psalms or Isaiah or Proverbs, somewhere like that. But I lost my spot. And it was like, it was like one night I fell asleep, lost where I was at. And I couldn't remember where I started, basically. So I was discouraged. And I was, keep in mind, in the middle of the Old Testament. So I just recently went on vacation. And I started over the Old Testament. And long story short, right now I'm in Acts. So I've read through all the way through the Old Testament, got to Acts 6 yesterday. And the topic for today's episode is going to be titled um, Roles in the Church. And we're going to kind of talk about the equivalency of the roles and maybe even like and maybe not even in the church, but just in life in general, but kind of where they stand in regards to do people see it up front or do people kind of say like, oh, they might not see the what you do, but they appreciate it. Yeah, kind of like what you mentioned um, regarding like um, whether it's behind the scenes or whether it's on stage, everybody has a, a part to play. Yeah. And so the scripture, so I, as I said, I got to Acts 6, the first half of Acts 6, this is right before the stoning of Stephen, like, you know, um, Acts 7, I think, or that's when Stephen says, preaches. So like, it's, it's around that um, area, but so Acts 6, 1 through 7, they're talking about, so there was daily distribution of food and two groups of Jews. There was the, the Hellenist Jews and the Hebraic Jews. The Hellenist Jews were mad against the Hebraic Jews because their widows, the Hellenist widows were not, were getting overlooked. They were not getting their fair share of food. Okay. The, disciples um, saw that saw that the Jews were mad and they met and they were like we cannot give up essentially they said we cannot give up what we do as in preaching God's word and sharing God's word for serving food like we see the need but we can't go stop what we're doing here because, you know, back then they're still growing the faith. So they can't stop what they're doing of preaching, but they need to fit this need. So what they did was pick, they picked seven people, seven men to serve food. Okay. So that they, so that the disciples could continue to go and preach the gospel. And I, I bring this story, and then at the end of the little thing, it says the disciples laid their hands on them and prayed for them. I bring this up to us, to the podcast today, to talk about, you might not be the person that's in front of the campaign, or let's say the one that's in the lead of the ministry or the mission missionary group or whatever the case may be the ministry you might not have a like 
VIP role or you might not be the face of the the mission or objective. However, you very well are needed and probably have a more integral role in the mission or goal that you your group has just as much as the guy that gets all the credit like because he is seen in the light. So essentially I'm saying this, whether you are the front runner or the front man that's saying all the funny things or the nice things or the one that everyone sees, or you're the person that's putting up the tables and chairs that doesn't get the credit because they just put up the tables and chairs before everyone got there. You are important. Yes, um, especially regarding titles and stuff, too. I think uh, a lot of times we see the person, it's like, oh, there's my bag of food. I'm so excited. Thank you very much. And we give them praise. But we don't see the person that's preparing the fries or doing the behind the scenes work. And it's like they're just as important and equal to the person who hands you your food at the restaurant, too. Well, think about this, Tanner. Like, think about. Like, okay, for, for in a, an example in our lives, that's very relevant. You know, I work at a facility center. Tanner goes there and works out. Um, everyone at the facility center is needed that, like, is employed there. For instance, I clean every morning. But it doesn't matter if I clean. We still need to clean in the evening. We all have a team. We have a team that is so important each person to do what they are told to do so that we can effectively do effectively run the gym essentially right and in the same way like at church for instance there are there's a pastor and this is kind of why this is kind of why i was thinking about this like a pastor might have a good sermon or like a sermon that catches a lot of attention or gets views or says something has a quote that gets views and goes like viral. Well, people will be like, Oh, he's so good. He's like a amazing preacher just because of one thing. And that person may very well be an amazing preacher. I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is just because he gets the credit for saying things in front of everyone the person who is running the camera or making the Instagram post for that quote or for that sermon is vi- as vital to the operation as the person who gets the credit, if that makes sense. Agreed. So, like, yeah, so, like, if you're not in the limelight getting credit, like, if people don't come up to you, and say like, oh, you do so well, you're still important because you are helping someone get to where they need to go or achieve a task or a goal that is necessary. So like, I'll go back to an example that I mentioned or something I mentioned earlier, for, and it's a personal story of mine, but every, so in, in high school, me and my friend ran a Bible study. Well, every Wednesday before church well so we didn't run the bible study on wednesday but we i say that to say i rode with him from school to his house a lot well we met up twice a week one of those days was for bible study one of those days was 
on Wednesdays, we had to go to church to put up the tables and chairs before everyone got there. And I'll just say this. I didn't know what it what it would help me with back then, but I was definitely frustrated that me and my friend were the only ones that were doing this task every single Wednesday. It was annoying. We were like, we want to go home and play video games. We want to go home and just do whatever, come back to Come to church that night, yes, but come to church later. But what we didn't, what we forgot to realize, and what we didn't realize was we were just a small step in the um, effective preaching of God's word or even just running a church service. If no one was there to put up the chairs for like the dinner part, no one would come because they wouldn't have a place to eat. If we didn't have cooks to cook the food and we said we're having dinner, well, people would show up and then get mad that we didn't have food for them, if you get what I'm saying. So, like, I say all this to say your role, if it doesn't get credit from the outside, is still necessary. It's still important. I think that's something to realize, too, is that you're not always going to get a hand clap or a pat on the back you do it because of, you know, it needs to be done essentially. It's just, it's part of life. And so people are always coming to this realization of like, I need to do this. So, uh, you know, I can get some handshakes or get a high five or a hug. No, it's, um, it's way more than that. The spotlight is bright. Yeah. You can't deny that people, I guarantee you, you ask people who are in the spotlight, they'll say, yeah, I love doing what I do, but that's not bad. That's not wrong. They're just the ones chosen to be up there. The people who are chosen to help run the slides or help set up for the service or anything like that are, you know, you could even debate more important than the person that's going up there in some cases. So when you look at your own life, when you think about, okay, you know, what am I doing? What's my goal? How can I serve God? Wherever you are right now, you may not be getting credit or you may not be getting recognition, but that's only because it's it's one part of your journey and this part of your journey may not be intended for that. You might have to grow before you can get to where you can be in the spotlight. I definitely had to grow a lot the last four years. I, I went through a lot and I feel 100% better where I am now than where I was, if that, if that makes any sense. Yeah, we're all, I'm in the same stage right now too. We're all growing and every day is, you know, it's, it's very humbling because you think that you sometimes know it all and then pride, you know, gets set aside and humility kicks in again. Right. And that's the problem. Obviously we know the saying pride comes before the fall. We are prideful and that's, part of our sin nature. I mean, you go up to anyone and say, Hey, I'm going to give you an audience of 500 people every week. They'll come and listen to you for 30 minutes or you don't even have to be, it doesn't have to be 500. It could be whatever number you feel like. But my point of saying that is you give someone an audience, they'll be happy because people will actually be listening to them because that's what people want. People want to be recognized, but on the same token, be remembered people want recognition but they also want a legacy so like 
that's a question you have to ask yourself. What what are you doing? Are you leaving a legacy if your job is not going to be noticed or if what you do every day is not noticed by the mainstream? Are you still leaving a legacy because you don't know who's watching you? That's really the important part of this. And I know this may seem like scatterbrained. Yeah, we haven't done a podcast for months, but my point in this saying is, my point in this is, okay, hold on. Sorry. My point in all of this is you could be doing the most significant thing or the most insignificant thing that may, it might seem insignificant. Again, it is significant. As we said, you could be doing something that is in the forefront of everyone's minds or is in the background. You're still important. And are you leaving a legacy with what you're doing? Servanthood is probably the most important thing that we have to offer to God and the people. And it's we, and I think sometimes we let I become the mentality of it, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Like one thing that I think of, Tanner, and let me just say this outright, Tanner, um, you leave a legacy in the fact that people look to you for the hard work that you put in every day. And that's just the truth. I've seen it with my eyes. I've seen people come up to you, you know, give you props for being at the gym every day and whatever. And obviously you do that because of your own personal conviction, but that legacy is left because people are like, okay, I see him. I'm going to give him recognition because I see what work he's doing. And I remember him because he's reminding me that I myself need to do that. If you get what I'm saying. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm just saying that, you know, bragging on you as your friend but i'm using it as an example of like there are people that will watch you and say okay i need to be like him i need to be like her i need to do what they're doing no matter where you are so if you're someone who has fans or someone who has a lot of people like looking up to them maybe you're a manager or a boss or something like that people are going to watch you in the same way you might be someone who's at the bottom of the food chain or like the bottom of the totem pole in your workplace or something. There still will be people watching you. Some of it, yeah, will come from people above you, you know, seeing if you're doing your job right. And that just comes because that's the nature of how workplaces are. But there are, there will be people who see what you do, no matter how big it is, and say, yeah, I need to be like them. I need to work as hard as them. Yeah, you know, and I see that with you on a daily basis too. How you not only serve and keep the gym clean, but also you're uh, you're ministering to people too, of taking time, talking to them, and yeah. just really just being a vessel to them. So that's props to you because I need to be more like that. Like seriously, we we both we have a we have a mission, and we both know that. And the thing is, like, so the okay, so if there if I could break this down into how like the course of this podcast, I would say number one, your role matters no matter if you get a lot of you know credibility or a lot of like acknowledgement or you don't get any acknowledgement. Your role matters, number one. Number two, if you have authority or if you don't have authority, you're going to be looked at and people are gonna remember I need to do that because I want to be like that person. 
Now, what I'm going to say next, the third thing, no matter what your role is, no matter if you're remembered or not, number three, we're all different. Yes. We're all going to be doing our goal, our mission, you know, our calling differently. I cannot be Tanner. I'm not Tanner. I, again, don't look like him. So that's one thing. No, I didn't say that before. I don't know why I said again, but you get my point. I'm not Tanner. He's not Michael. No. We are different people. We are going to be doing things different. Tanner does things really well. I I think I think Tanner prays for people really well. I think Tanner connects with people really well. And I'm not going to be able to I can I can say like I said in the second point, I want to I'm going to be like that. I'm going to try to do things like that because I want to you know get better, but I cannot do do it as Tanner is what I'm saying. So I say all that to say look after model after people but don't try to be those people when you're doing when you're going through life don't try to be like a famous celebrity be yourself and maybe do things that they do but don't try to be that person no it's uh your faith comes before anything it's it's faith it's not being fakeness and that's something i struggled with too is like i'll aspire to be like this individual but no i want to aspire to be more like God, what you want me to be, not who they want me to be. Well, just think about this. Our society says, okay, so the, what is what is something that everyone in the world uses? Social media, right? Yes. You and I use it. That's how people find where we, how we post our podcast. Here's my point in bringing this up. So, social media is wired or is set up for people to compare themselves to others. That's like an obvious thing. It's like, duh, Michael, yes, it is. Well, what's bad about that is we get into this mindset of, oh, I see that this person just got a new car. I want a new car now. Or, oh, I see this person got a pair of new shoes. I think I need to go buy a pair of new shoes right now. Something like that. Those examples are just examples about purchases. Whatever the thing may be, oh, this person's funny. I need to be funny right now. Social media is what drives that kind of comparison or that jealousy. It foster, it creates, it fosters an area for that kind of jealousy or coveting that I feel like is so widespread. Comparison. It, yeah, the comparison of it. It's so widespread, it finds itself into like the church or into places it shouldn't be. My, my whole point in saying is this, like, it shouldn't matter that the pastor has the people watching him or he has fans or followers or whatever. That should not matter just as much as that doesn't matter. But what does matter is there are people who are not getting recognition that deserve the same amount of credit. Like there's door greeters at church. Those people, they might be seen as, oh, yeah, they're the ones that are nice to me every time. Do they get thousands of fans and, oh, they said the cool, had the good sermon, so they're going to get credit? They don't get credit, but guess what? They're as equally as important. Everybody's the hands and feet. Everybody has a role. You know, it's really cheesy to say, but, you know, teamwork does make the dream work. Yes. And that's kind of what today's today's about you might be the head of the team or you might be 
the person as a reserve or filling, sitting on the sidelines. If you're sitting on the sidelines, there probably there will be a time when you're called up to go and start playing the game, and you have to prepare yourself for that moment. If you're in the game right now, there's going to be a time where you get to rest. There's going to be a time when you're going to have to push harder than you ever have pushed before and really dig deep and get past any temptation or struggle that you may have. Regardless of what you're going through, you have to play the game. Your role is significant. And a lot of times when we get into the role, and I've been like this too, that anxiety can get the best of you. And I don't care if it's at the gym or at church, you have to be willing to, uh, to be open and vulnerable about, about those things, but also at the same time, like, uh, where does it say, Michael, where to cast all your anxieties and stuff? Um, Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Yeah. Cast your anxieties or cast your cares to the Lord. And, and basically the premise of that is like God cares about you and cares about what you care about. And so, yeah, let's be honest. Anxiety will be in these situations. You will get nervous. You might have something. You might have a big presentation where you've got to pitch something in front of some really important people, or there might be a lot of people watching you when you're presenting these things. That will make you nervous. That's that's a natural thing. Ner- nerves are natural, but guess what? Regardless of that, you have to play the game. You have to step up and say, okay, no matter the fact that I'm nervous, no matter the fact that there are important people in this room that are watching every word I say, I have to do this. And I will do this for the glory and honor of God. That's it right there. That's that's the most important thing. And I know we've probably hit 500 different points in this thing, but we're excited. This is the first episode back. But you do everything for the glory and honor of God, no matter what your role is, no matter who credits you. And, and in fact, honestly, for some people, here's, here's kind of a, this, this does matter in the scheme of our conversation, but for some people getting credit actually hurts them. And that's because of pride. And we talked about that previously, but if you are someone who's, who gets like the, like if someone says, hey, you did a good job today, but you take that farther and into an unhealthy area, you might want to you might want to consider a moment of introspection, a moment of, OK, what what am I doing here? Do I need to reevaluate, you know, my role? And if I'm if you are taking your role and you're saying I'm this is about me. I'm, I'm doing this because I get the recognition, then that's something you have to question. And that's something that you have to say, I can't do this. I've got to step back. It's not always easy. It's not always easy. It's easier said than done. But the point is, especially in the scheme of like church or especially in the scheme of doing things for the, the greater good or because of the, the mission that we have, if you're letting yourself become the focus, you're doing the wrong thing. It's not about you. No, it's not. It doesn't matter if you spend five hours 
on like a Saturday night preparing for the sermon next Sunday or on Sunday morning, you are only a part of the team. You have to preach, yes, or you have to go up in front of body in front of everyone and sing, yes. But there are also people who have to do the slides. There are also people who have to set up chairs. There are also people who have to shake hands, connect people to other people, turn the lights on, whatever the case may be. They are just as important as you are. Now you could say, yeah, you had to, the person who's in front has to do more work, sure, but they're also held to a higher standard than the other people. So many dynamics go into a Sunday service. And that's just kind of the example we're using. But the key point of all this is roles have a responsibility. Absolutely. And if you don't take that responsibility to the serious, as serious as you need to be, you have to question yourself and you have to say, why am I doing this in the first place? It's always a growth process. Like you said, you're always going to question yourself and you're always going to reassess what you're doing because um, you have to continue to evolve into more of of Christ and less of us. Right. And here's the thing. Like I said earlier, and I'll kind of just tell tell a brief version of kind of what I've been going through. It's like four years ago, I committed to... I said, I feel called to ministry. I committed to the call to ministry. Since then, I've obviously gone through a lot. We have all gone through a lot. So that was 2017. Personally, in my life, I had ups and downs. I lost both my grandfathers in one year. I had moments where I was like, I felt really close to God. And I had moments where I felt the farthest away from God I've ever felt since then. Point of saying that, right now... I feel more ready. I've grown. I've, I feel more ready to do, to fulfill my purpose, my calling than I did four years ago. And so I say that to say, you might have a role that you want to step into right now that has responsibility that either has credibility or doesn't have credibility, but you have to ask yourself, are you ready? First off, do you know the responsibility do you realize why you're doing this or do you need to go through some things? Do you need to experience life? Do you need to experience some things before you can actually really step into that role and understand what comes along with that role? I, I had to go through, I I personally, personal, personally, sorry, personally believe that what I went through, I needed to go through to be where I am today. Amen. Yeah. And that's just in the span of four years. And honestly, I know right now is just the beginning. That's kind of where I'm at. So just to get to where I'm now just starting to work to, of what I want to do, I've had to go through four years of, of, Trials, tribulations, good times, bad times. So you can't really... We we as humans obviously have the... Humans that are privileged, I should say, have the timeline of we want everything in two days or less. Well, you know, sorry to bust, burst your bubble here, but 
it might be four years before you can take step number one. Might be five years. It might be ten years. Or it could be in two weeks. You yourself have to be ready for the role because the role has responsibility. Preparation for each season. Yeah. I mean, in your life, Tanner, do you think like you would be able to do obviously it took it took you time to get to the fitness level that you're at. You wouldn't at the beginning beginning of your journey, you wouldn't be squatting two twenty five. Hey, you're not supposed to tell them that. It's two and a half pounds. No I'm kidding. But you see my point though. Yeah. It it takes time to get to where you you you're going. And you it's, just have to be okay with that. It's trial and, and uh it's it's a lot of failures too. So uh yeah, you, you gotta be willing to uh to continue to get back up daily. And I'm still not content with where I'm at, if I'm being honest. I, I still wanna get better and perform better but you know it's uh you take the good with the bad and let god lead the way well why do you think why do you think we're told to run this thing this thing called life our mission our goal like it's a marathon a marathon it's one step at a time it's not one mile at a time it's not run half the race in the day and then walk the rest it's pace yourself it's It's let's take 10 steps forward, but we might end up having to take five steps, five steps backward. But those five steps backward are for a reason, because maybe at that time we needed to go back before we could go forward again. Yeah, it's a consistent learning pattern. Yeah. And so, you know, as we're kind of concluding here, I would say um, you just got to ask yourself at where you're you are at in life first off do you understand the roles you have do you understand why you're there why you're there do you understand the responsibility that you have in your role no matter if a hundred people see the the outcome of your role or if 10 people see the outcome of your role you have to ask yourself am i am i content with where i'm at you have to also ask is my prideful self nature wanting more recognition and how could I control that? How can I say, no, I don't need recognition. I need to do what I'm supposed to do. Lead by example and people will see that. Correct. And so that's kind of what we wanted to talk about today. Before we leave here, I do want to mention some things though. Season two, obviously today's first episode we have a lot in store for you we have a lot planned one of those things is you will see more guests this year um we will have you know we only had one guest last year funny funny enough or last season which was your cousin yeah he'll he'll honestly he probably will come back and have another episode but you will see more than just him and we can promise you that Justin Bieber. No, I'm kidding. Justin Bieber. No. Uh, We've got plenty of people in our life that we've talked about this too, and that would love to uh, join us. So we have a goal with having guests on here. We're going to try to reach. So, you know, keep, keep an eye out for that. We will uh, definitely create content whenever, whenever we can. Uh, We'll, we'll try to try to get back to, posting on our instagram a lot more um yes so 
as we always say oh well and actually here's another new thing and tanner you're going to get the privilege to be the first person to do this but we would like to pray for you before we leave so tanner would you pray the prayer for the listener before we uh send it off absolutely would love to Father, we just, uh, man, we just thank you for this day and we thank you uh, for another time today to where we can just uh, encourage each other, but also at the same time, just uh, just learn from each other as well. And I thank you in regards to uh, people that are listening today that, you know, maybe they're going through some adversities and some uh, some struggles and, and areas in their life to where they, uh, they're trying to overcome these obstacles, but um, they're trying to do them on their own like I was for years or Michael was as well. So, uh, man, we just thank you that you would just uh, help them to surrender everything to you today at the foot of the cross. And that, uh, man, they would just find peace and joy and uh, enthusiasm in their purpose in life. And uh, thank you that they would go out into the world today and just uh, be set free from all those things. Uh, It's in your name we pray. Amen. As we always say, continue to rise up. Rise up. Tanner here. Peace. Peace. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Peace. Peace.